0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The buzz
1: of social media, at least the Twitter media, in the last, I don't know, three days, two or three days, has been this post made by the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. It's pretty great that i found to be entertaining but a lot of people are really
0: butthurt over this post <laughs> and i don't know why like, like mega like, mega butthurt like okay photos. maybe maybe if your sense of humor is like oh too soon or something like that but still i thought it was hilarious and i'm a hilarious dude or at least sometimes I am. so let's describe the post and pklus is now joining
1: us welcome sir glad to be here uh have you seen the post I'm about to describe? I have not. Oh, okay, oh, fresh. okay. Fantastic. You're fresh post. Uh, okay, so the image is, and I, I, I presume it's an unedited image. Well,
0: well first of all, we should, you know, like give the background, right? John McCain died. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and I presume it was a couple days ago, a few years back, or whatever. But yeah, the the warmonger, the you know guy responsible for,
2: you know, way too much murder and bloodshed. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, uh, bomb,
0: uh, bomb, bomb, bomb. Iran.
1: That's that guy? the guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was good on precisely one thing, and that was torture, which is exactly what oh, he so got for. Oh, so he was against for. it because yeah.
1: he was a victim of it yep. at one point? I see. Uh, so McCain,
2: this and photo... And the only thing that they would always push back on him for.
1: The, uh, the photographing question, I presume is, there, is an original. I don't think it was in, like, a Photoshop or something. I believe it is
2: an
0: accurate original or you know screenshot of or whatever
1: it has megan mccain who is his daughter uh sitting at his what is presumably his coffin wrapped in the american flag and of course behind it is another american flag and some sort of podium or some other flag i don't recognize offhand but uh and she's sitting there crying uh, over her dad's coffin.
0: And I believe that there might be video of that. And Maybe that, it's a screen grab. And that this that, is yeah. like it's just, pretty low resolution. Yeah, like one frame or something of that video is, is my belief. Don't quote me on that.
2: And I think that flag is uh, is the local state flag. Oh, from wherever the hell he's from? Yeah, I from? think that's uh, Arizona. Uh, ah, yeah.
1: makes sense, yeah. Okay. So Libertarian Party of New Hampshire posted this image uh, to their account at, at L-P-N-H, that is their official Twitter account,
0: with a simple caption of Happy Holidays. My gut reaction was like, maybe people are butthurt because sometimes after a thing occurs, it can be too soon to make fun of that for some people. Not for me. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I like fair game
1: of, right away, as far
0: yeah, as I'm concerned. I, I like making fun of things right away when it's fresh, because that's when it's going to have the most Have impact. a damn sense of humor. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with he's a genocidal monster that we no longer have to worry about. Yeah. yeah so, so you aren't like, offended by this? No, not in the least. Do you okay. find it humorous? Um
0: Eh not especially okay
1: let me say this i think that i i'm generally against grave dancing i i generally don't think that it's a, a kind thing to do but i make an exception for monsters <laughs> i i don't consider people like john mccain george w bush barack obama you, you know john bolton you fill in the name of the monstrous warmongering yeah. politicians and there's plenty of them in overseas countries too okay oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we're talking about the u.s here uh you know i'd the, these Some people, more blatant than others, and this one was one of the most blatant. These people are psychopaths who have no value for human life. They do not. I don't even know if they have feelings. I'm not sure if they're even human. They look human, and Megan McCain's acting human when she's sitting there crying over his coffin. But then, in the next breath, she's calling for the death of Julian Assange. She's calling for the uh, the punishment for all kinds of uh, innocent, peaceful people all around the planet. This woman doesn't deserve. Any sympathy whatsoever. It's not well, like she's some sort of victim of John McCain. It's not like, you know, she's saying he beat her or abused her or something like that. Right. Or like, you know, she, she has his belief system. She believes in war. Mm-hmm. She is as much of a warmonger as he. It's just she's not an elected, you know, government bureaucrat. That's really the only she difference. Tried. Yet. Oh, yet. Did she?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say yet yeah no the, uh that, that was a whole big thing she tried to get a nomination and just got destroyed in the polls so good yeah yeah very good um yeah so uh you don't have a, a foot to stand on you are trying to do the same genocidal mania that your dad did and uh good now of course the mainstream I don't, now did you find this one funny when you first saw it though
1: I didn't laugh out loud, but I am amused
0: by the reactions to it. Yeah, I'm more amused by the number of butthurt people yeah. over this small tweet. It wasn't very many words, nope. and it was one photo. Keep it simple. And just everybody, got majorly, not everybody, but a whole bunch of people got majorly butthurt well, and yeah. it sparked all sorts of arguments and you know not just on twitter but other social Sparky medias m- as well. many more memes well, as well and,
2: and i don't know if you remember a year ago when uh, when they uh did the the massive funeral like there was this huge state ritual to celebrate the life of of john mccain the snowflake is strong in this one yes sir
0: the snowflake is strong yes indeed you're referring
1: to the conservatives and surprising amount of libertarians who were hurt over this that's the surprising part yeah we'll get into that but what's on your mind tonight ridley
3: uh
4: i have a lily tang williams update she is the free stater who's running for congress in new hampshire
1: Yeah, she's running against a couple of sort of standard-issue Republicans. Uh, Lily is a free-stater. She's a libertarian activist who migrated here to New Hampshire. I'm told Lily Tang ain't nothing to F with. She's a pretty cool lady. Uh, She's real. I mean, is it wrong to describe a Chinese woman as a firecracker? Because that's how. That's like one of the first uh, terms that comes to mind when I think of Lily Tang Williams. She's got a lot of energy. Uh, She's got a lot of principle, from what I can tell. Kind of a firebrand. Yeah. And she's moved here from China. She escaped uh, Mao's communist China to move to the United States. I think she ended up in Colorado prior to moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And she's up against, uh, like like I said, establishment Republican candidates like the mayor of Keene, New Hampshire, who is running against her. He's sort of the uh, nominee from uh, the governor. Governor Chris Sununu has sort of anointed this character. And there's one other kind of standard issue Republican who's marketing himself as the 100% pro-Trump guy. So it's the 100% pro-Trump guy, the sort of milk toast, uh, you know, average Republican politician, the establishment figure, the establishment guy. And then there's Lily, who is, uh, t- to her credit, she's not taking the low road. At least from what I've seen so far, we've been getting flyers. You know, these full color eight or 12 by 12 flyers or whatever in the mail. Uh, And we've gotten a bunch from the other two guys and they're attacking each other. They're ignoring Lily completely on their flyers. And Lily's flyer came out today and it's just all about Lily. So she hasn't taken the road of, you know, the low road, which (laughs) a lot of politicians do. What were you, what were you going to say about her, Dave?
4: So apparently this uh, organization that was going to host a debate for Sunday has decided not to host the debate because one candidate won't show up.
0: And this whole, you know, oh, we're not going to have a debate kind of a thing reminds me of uh, the, was it the 08 Ron Paul run where they kind of had him on the national stage, but like at the kiddie table, it was like the folding table with the folding <laughs> chair off to the side, but like the Republican and the Democrat got podiums.
2: Yeah, it reminds oh, yeah. me of that. I remember yeah, yeah, and I was going to say, oh wow the the Liberty candidate didn't get an opportunity to uh, to join a debate. Shocking! I've mm-hmm. never heard of that happening <laughs> ever. Uh, anything else, Ridley? You want
4: to share? Well, I should clarify. She is claiming that they won't host a debate. Uh, I don't have independent verification of that. Uh, and also, she's got another post. She says, uh, quote, Facebook is censoring me as a Republican congressional candidate. Mm, and answer, I have 25,000 followers, but my post this morning about my endorsement got three likes, unquote.
1: Oof, three likes on a post with
0: no tens of thousands
1: of followers. Yeah, well, it sounds like the fix is in. Uh, but you know what? I It's going to be interesting to see how this race turns out. And it's, you know, I don't want to get too deep into political races here because it's not really relevant uh to most people but it is interesting to see whether or not the free stater candidates do succeed here in new hampshire and yeah. these are fairly high profile races these are she's running for u.s house uh in this case so we wish her the best and thank you ridley for the call
0: tonight well and regarding facebook didn't uh, uh zuckerberg confirm on the joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. that yes he indeed did uh censor stuff yeah, uh, was uh, at the behest of the fbi wasn't yeah, it about the hunter laptop the yeah. hunter yep. biden laptop yep.
2: and he's like oh it's so political and some people thought we needed to censor more and some people thought we should censor much less and it's like how about you don't censor at all you know
1: that's a pretty epic troll job right like if you can get somebody who has i don't know how many times the the followers she has but it's got to be multiple times right like sh- she's a probably a fairly popular
0: character I- I actually don't know, and I even, mean i I don't follow these types of people, so I don't really care about her like even at she's, all. She's a horrible
1: uh, person,
2: yeah i I realized I was uh, conflating uh, Megan McCain with Liz Cheney which uh, I think that's an understandable mistake at any rate. 797.9 thousand,
1: so roughly almost 800,000 followers of this war hawk Why does she have so many
2: freaking followers?
1: Because she's an awful human being, and people who have principles don't get followers. John McCain is a
2: war hero and the best of the best.
1: (laughs) Well, Odd. plus, she's uh, she's a conservative Gives who, me with a spoon. I don't well, find and, her.
2: And she was, uh, she's was she been involved with uh, news media, with corporate news media for quite a while.
1: She's on The View, I mm-hmm. think now, which is a fairly popular women's uh, daytime television talk show. With Where's the, the
0: flushing sound when will you be need Goldberg. it? the
1: <laughs> uh, Libertarian Party of New Hampshire account has, you know, there's no slouch, but it's only got 26,000 followers. So a fraction, a very small fraction of Ms. McCain's. Um, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's, it's, right. it's impressive to have a, an account. I mean, that's great because there's no such thing as bad advertising. Right? I tend to agree, but there's a lot of people who got really mad who called themselves libertarians about this. <laughs> but the fact that they got a woman with 800,000 uh, followers to, to not only comment, but also retweet their original tweet Fantastic. is a tremendous win. So I have here the comments that she made according to Mediaite.com. I found the one where she... Uh, where they show, I think, all of her responses. Are you gonna do
0: a Meghan McCain voice? I don't know. I have no idea what she sounds Me like. Me neither. I just you know sometimes
1: you do. I a imagine voice. she sounds hideous because <laughs> uh, she's a hideous human being. But so I guess the first post that she made was to say this is hideous even by Twitter's standards, and then she just she just retweets the original post. She then further says this is the official liber- uh, Twitter account of the state of New Hampshire's Libertarian political party. I really fear for the future of the world and how we have come to treat each other, especially on social media. I hope no one ever does anything like this to any of you. She says in a third post, again, every time, retweeting the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire's uh, tweet. I'm actually sadly used to this type of thing. My public grief and pain have become something comedians make YouTube videos about as comedy. She puts that in quotes. The worst part is what this does for other people in severe pain and grief. God forbid anyone displays it publicly and it's documented. Welcome to 2022. Wait, what what was that last bit? God forbid anyone displays it publicly, meaning her pain and grief, and it's documented because people will make fun of you. Is what she's saying.
0: You you can't have images. And you're
2: helping. You are currently helping (laughs) them make fun of you. Yeah, it's and the more she does it, the worse it's gonna like, get. It. You you obviously don't believe what you're saying. Like you you are saying that it is that you cannot get away with publicly displaying your grief, and here you are publicly displaying your grief more than once, yeah. over, over, and over and over again, and I just, bringing more attention.
0: Yeah, to this, I just want to say. Congratulations and kudos and way to go. Big thanks to whoever's running the libertarian, uh, the New Hampshire libertarian official Twitter account, because how do the kids say that's based?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. Like it is it is totally a based move, in my opinion. And kudos to them for not being like every other slimy political, you know, account mm-hmm. that, you know, sort of caters to like everybody and is not afraid to like ruffle feathers oh, and, yeah. you know, not step on anybody's toes and all that kind of crap. No, this is the way change happens. Somebody steps forward and starts doing things nobody else will do. Thank you to whoever's running that account. I agree. And it's
1: also important because it is a signal to those out there who are like us appreciative of this sort of signal right? Yes. Because like you said a lot of these other people In politics they're just trying to be Careful where they step they don't want to cross Anybody they just want to get their people elected And take little baby steps Towards maybe making things a little bit more Free but the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire Is just put it out there this person Is a monster and You are the same Megan McCain you are the same as your father You're not trying to be a better person You are advocating for violence Against peaceful people all around the world do you want to put Julian Assange away for the, uh, the rest of his life for telling the truth?
4: For your listeners who are just like AM listeners and committed libertarians, I think it's good to kind of put this into um, context. Why these um, uh, Mises caucus guys um, in and uh, Libertarian Party in New Hampshire so want to be so just, you know, horrifically insulting to a person who's deserves it. Absolutely. Um, Meghan McCain and her father, John McCain. Um, and it, it really goes back. This is this is a big tendency in, in the uh, kind of the, the right wing of the um, you know the pop- populist libertarian movement. Because after after World War II, you know, in order to oppose the, the, the New Deal and the progressive progressive movement, um, a bunch of different groups of people came to uh, create the conservative movement, the uh, classical liberal right libertarians, the uh, the anti communist you know war hawk police state guys they just wanted to go out and get the commies wherever they are and the, the christian right and um libertarians kind of always seemed to when push came to sub take a back seat the whole time uh, to these other ideas and there was just intervention after intervention right-wing death squads you know doing the cold war interventions and killings all over the world and doing, going against the, the commie and death squads and everything and then after the uh, um, Cold War ended, uh, the imperialism continued. The interventions and bombings continued. And then 10 years later, you get the war on terror, and that just has no real end in sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at this point, uh, the on the right, there's really a, a, a ad- appetite for actually holding these people to task, mocking them, to ridiculing them. After all these people, and after all these...
1: You think, just to clarify what you're saying, you think the right wing has an appetite to ridicule john mccain
4: absolutely remember uh, wow. Trump during his 2016 campaign absolutely uh first
1: bold move off, cotton yeah yeah trump the, uh, didn't like him that much is true campaign. but it, i would be very curious like to know that. what makes you say that about the right wing i mean they they aren't they aren't they still warmongers it's just you know they're they less die. warmongery when the democrats are in charge
4: the populist the sent their troops generation after generation to die in the wars, and they're just sick of it. There's an appetite to stop these wars, stop these interventions.
0: I mean, Obama said he was going to close Guantanamo Bay. Never yep, happened. So, like, they're all liars. They all say whatever suits them in the moment to either help them get elected or reelected, and they do not give an F about anything else. Yeah, right. that's true. So what's the point you're trying to make here?
4: Uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is that this is the this is the big thing differentiates libertarians and, and libertarians that see themselves on the right um, at, from the rest of the right this is the defining issue this is the one thing that they're gr- not only good on they're great on and they're adamant on and they have a lot of absolutely I mean and you, you can also hear in, in your guys' voices, absolute hatred and disgust for these neoconservatives which were the you know descendants of the, uh, the you know the anti-communist interventionists they um they absolutely have these opinions, hold them very strong, and you know as crude as they want to um, make their messaging, that uh, there's absolutely an appetite for exactly that. All right, and so you're calling,
2: you're no you're cheering table. it on. All right, well, fair I, enough. I, I gotta say, I think that the the whole label, and and I've thought about this over a period of years. This whole neocon, neoconservative, and, and uh, increasingly neoliberal labeling mm. is is a complete red herring. Well, like, like, oh, well, back in the day, conservatives believed all of this. It's like, really? Did they now? Or did they actually get us into more wars, tax the ever-loving bejesus yeah. out of us while telling us they were going to reduce taxes, increase the size and scope of the government while they were telling us they would do the opposite? Seems to me like... Uh, the classical conservatives were just as bad as they could possibly be at that point. New boss is the same as the old boss. Right. So like neocon or neoliberal, like, no, there's authoritarians. You can have authoritarian liberals. You can have authoritarian conservatives. Thank
0: you, Penguin, for the call tonight. Yeah. And I don't, I don't buy this libertarian, right, libertarian left kind of a thing. I think that if you're libertarian, I think you necessarily aren't left or right.
4: I think they ought to set a day aside at least once a year to celebrate the deaths of all these neocons and and all these warmongers. I think it's a great thing. It's a celebration, man, as far as I'm concerned. These people do nothing for us. And I'm sick and tired of the whole divide between the Republicans and the demon rats. It's all of them against us. What's one? Uh,
0: it is. What day do you think that holiday should be? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me, if we're going to celebrate, you know, the death of tyrants, uh, the first day that pops into my but head is uh, on
4: 420 what, hitler's birthday <laughs> i was i was
0: 420? thinking what do they call it it's the day that y- you know you've worked all year long and then now you've paid your taxes uh, tax freedom Day. tax
1: freedom day yeah i think that, that changes of course depending on the tax burden
0: for me. how about november 5th
1: remember me. remember oh, the 5th, 5th of, of november, november. Yeah. the gunpowder treason and Plot. John, what do anything you guys else think
4: about the 420 April 20th? Hitler. Yeah, birthday. I don't know. I
1: mean, the 420 is a that's, happy day. I mean, I guess all
4: right, all right. All right. It's You're not. Right, the, right.
1: It's not the day but Hitler died. That's the. That's his birthday. So the
4: day he was born. You and know.
1: by the way, I just want to make clear. I, I'm not saying it's a happy day because Hitler <laughs> uh, was born. It's a happy day because 420 is a cannabis holiday. Yeah, it's man. the Absolutely. most well. There may still be some people in the audience that don't know what 420 just is. In so to. Know,
2: yeah. Just we so, are so you know, yeah, we're in support of cannabis <laughs> There's and. Anti- Hitler. Uh, yes, there's probably, supporting cannabis. there's
0: probably somebody out there right now growing a plant of marijuana, but like has tied the leaves into the swastika <laughs> or
2: something. Honestly, that's, that's got to be like the one trope that. I've, I've never like heard or. worked into a uh, uh, like one of the uh, brand names of this strain of cannabis. What were oh, you know. saying there,
4: John? Afghani Kush or whatever. No, right. I was saying. I think a lot of people that that smoke. I don't. I don't think people really realize that. Four twenty, uh, Hitler's birthday. Anyway. No, you'd have to be paying close attention to history a little bit. They I probably don't know, also don't realize four twenty was like the that.
1: day of the Columbine High School shooting. Right.
4: A lot of crazy things happened on four twenty historically. If you dig deep into it, man. I bet you a that's true crazy of every day. Stuff happens that's historically true. historically every day. Yeah. Recently,
3: uh, Mark Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan and he flat out said that you know he flat out said FBI told him something was coming down the pipe or something like that Mm -hmm. and he said it met the pattern. So he said, unlike Twitter, that shut it down, that shut down the, uh, what's it called, Uh, Hunter Biden crack pipe uh, laptop story, whatever it was a real thing. Uh, He said that FBI told us that what we did, he said, is we shut shut down the uh, circulation of it, which means Twitter then obviously, why did they shut it down? Probably, yeah, I mean, probably the FBI. I told them, yeah, to stop this. So, isn't isn't that first of all isn't that fascism? Number one, the merger of state and business.
5: Yep, sure it is. Sure it, is.
3: It, it, it and two, even if it wouldn't have changed the election result, isn't it bad that they were even trying to change the election result? And I'm not a Trumper. Let me just make that flat out clear. Sure. Is a war criminal. I'm, I'm not a Trumper for anyone listening. Yeah, I, they're yeah. obviously
1: trying to manipulate people, obviously, and and obviously trying to influence the election. I mean, clearly that's what they were trying to do yes, by sidelining very that, that news story. Yeah. Anything right. else, Mitty?
3: That's just what I say. And the way he said it, he said it like, like it's saying, like it's just a normal Just thing. a matter of it's fact. Crazy. Oh, yeah, the it's FBI comes in all the time. Office, okay? They tell
2: us what to do. Mm-hmm. 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 well and i mean it figures because if you look at these people they they shake in their little booties as soon as like anyone in the government like mentions that they might need to talk about anything sure. to them like especially when they get you know called before congress to talk about something like they mm-hmm. they are very well aware that these people can can make them out of a job real sure, quick. they can destroy them they're so, a criminal game and, and the
0: uh, the only businesses at least in the geographic area known as the United States of America that are not in some way fascist are those that exist in the black market Mm -hmm. specifically and perhaps some in what we call the gray market.
2: Yeah, I would I would say that uh, it is impossible to avoid fascism in a corporatist structure. Right. I mean, a, a corporation by its nature is a part of government. You have a government legal shield in order to operate as a corporation and as such, the government tells you what to do. That's fascism. Right. You have combined government and uh, and private enterprise.
0: And and Facebook has admitted as much. Uh, we know, of course, all of the banks are you know guilty as well. Uh, particularly the central bankers, specifically, uh, definitely you know fascism. And people are like, capitalism has failed. No, fascism has failed. And here's another one.
1: This is what she said about it. This photo is the most pain I've ever been in. Physically, emotionally, worse than any moment of childbirth. I thought it was going to kill me, but I didn't. And it made me the woman I am today. I am made of steel. To anyone who feels like I did here, it passes. I truly promise. And uh, just like to remind Meghan McCain that her father had bombs dropped on human beings. So if she thought it was painful... To cry over her dad's coffin, well, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have had to do the very same thing, but also put their father into the coffin, also pick up his ragged, lifeless body from the ground, or fathers picking up their children's ragged, lifeless body or parts of it. Somebody posted- Which i got
2: to say, in my opinion, is necessarily worse. Picking up
1: your children's body? Yeah, yeah. burying your oh, child yeah. is yeah. not and the way supposed to do that. are
2: supposed to go. Right. But that happens. Like, don't get me wrong. uh, Burying your parent isn't pleasant if you have any kind of relationship with them. But it is kind of expected in just the way of life. Uh, There was video that um, Bonnie, one of our co-hosts, she posted recently.
1: I don't know who originally put it up, but it was like security camera footage from inside some sort of Middle Eastern shop. And you can see there's people in the shop, and they're looking out the front windows. They're obviously staying in there for a reason. They're probably jets going over or something. Something's going on out there. Uh, we don't get that perspective, but they seem to be kind of hiding out in the store. And there's there's kids in there. And uh, at some point, a missile strikes right next to the, the front of the uh, of the store. And then when the smoke clears, you can see the carnage in this, in this footage. It's pretty yeah. horrifying. Uh you know, one guy that's still breathing is kind of crawling away and leaving a trail of blood. The, the kids are apparently dead. And this woman had a tough time at a funeral. Meghan McCain cried at a funeral. It was the hardest day of her life. There's more. She tweets again. How I survived the grief. God, friends, family, intense therapy, medication.
2: People die all the time. I'm not trying to take away... Especially when Meghan McCain has a say in the matter. Yeah, I'm not trying
1: to take away that it is difficult for a lot of people when they lose a loved one. There's no doubt about that. When people die, they're handled, uh, their deaths are handled in different ways. And I've always appreciated the people that say, you know what, when I die, throw me a party. I don't want to have some... Awful wake and people viewing a casket and crying, and you know that's what I say. Uh, hey,
2: hey, hey! The wake is actually the party,
1: right? That's okay. what that's what we're saying. I mean, it was like accurate
2: uh, terminology is important. Sorry, here. I didn't honestly.
0: I didn't like, know what a wake was. I thought that was the whole thing where people are crying. And, no, uh, no, that's the funeral. Yeah, no, uh, okay,
2: yeah. No, the uh, the wake, uh, the procession,
0: the uh, reception, yeah. but the wake is the shindig. Like the Irish yeah. have it right. Uh, you okay. should have a, a wake, uh, a party to yeah. celebrate. Like when I die, I I don't want people. I don't want a funeral. No, right. I want a party. Throw a party. Be like, Captain was a party dude. Throw
1: a party. Exactly. Right. Exactly. This is what he would have wanted. That kind of thing. I'm going to skip. She's got more. I mean, she posts two or three more times. I'm going to skip to the last one. Here, uh, Because it's all about her grief. The, the other ones are all about her grief. Me, 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 and me, then in the me. last one, she says, also, it's truly a mystery why no one ever takes Libertarians and their failure of a pseudo-political party seriously. And then she's got the little winky guy with the th- uh, the tongue sticking out at that one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Weird. So um, the good news is, Megan, uh, we've got people here in New Hampshire who are like the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire who support the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire. The Libertarian Party of New Hampshire is on the rise as far as its relevance within the libertarian movement, and for good reason. They are one of the few libertarian parties out there that really sticks to principle. Now, more of them have come in this direction in in recent years, mm-hmm. and even the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire was bad on yeah. imaging in in the recent past. It barely even existed a decade ago, yep. uh, and now they've really kind of rev things up, and they've done a great job. But one of the most important takeaways from this whole situation has been the filtering effect. There have been a bunch of people who should know better, people who call themselves libertarians and generally seem to be fairly decent libertarians, who have who have wrung their hands about this publicly. Oh, how could you? How could the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire sh- scrape so low as to as to make fun of this war
2: mongering sea word? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and I got to say, to all of the monsters out there, brace yourselves. I know you can't really
0: talk about the case, but there was a pretty great write-up, I think, in the keen sentinel of all places that outlined uh, sort of the whys about the the motions that were filed recently uh, with regards to a recent Supreme Court ruling about Mm -hmm. how laws get made and how that affects the Crypto 6 case. Uh, the article itself was rather factual and didn't, wasn't like uh, a smear piece at all. That's good. I think they maybe had a new writer or they mistakenly didn't put any slant on the article or something, but I, I was blown away by like the amount of factual information that made me feel like, uh, the cases, you know, could take a turn depending on the findings of these motions.
2: So I have a quick question on that matter. So the um, money that was transmitted that they're accusing, anyway, um, the money they're referring to is that U.S. dollars, is that cryptocurrency, or is that both? Um, like which, w- what, which are they referring to as money in the accusation? I don't know. It's a good question, right? Because yeah. we won't know until they put their case on. Right. right? That's because, uh, to my mind, uh, it, cryptocurrency has never officially been admitted to be money. Well, now that's going to be an interesting discussion that uh, will have to happen
1: during the trial. But, yeah, that's another interesting viewpoint on this.
5: Herbert Walker Bush was the shooter of JFK. <laughs> really? Ooh, bold yeah, I gotta,
2: Cotton. I, I got to disagree with you on that one. Uh, so you, you're right about the upper, upward angle. Um, it actually wasn't a bullet because uh, it was a shotgun. Um really, yeah, yeah, uh so I, I I studied the JFK assassination thing for quite a while and noticed like okay, here's where the official story always overlaps. Uh, One of one of which is like they always, always do the like one frame at a time of Mm -hmm. the Zapruder film. And the thing is, by examining the individual frames, you you avoid the most important piece of information from that film, which is the rate, because if you actually watch the original, uh, the rate of it shows that the car almost stops. So the driver was absolutely in on that thing. Mm. So like, I mean, for one thing, like it's a lot easier to hit a stationary target, right, right? So, I mean, for one thing, if you're a getaway driver of any kind, you don't keep looking behind you like you jam on the gas and try not to hit things getting out of there, mm. whereas that driver repeatedly looks back over his shoulder because he's got to find out whether or not he has to play his part. And there's, there was then, and is now, a mark on the on the asphalt where he had to come to a near complete stop right in front of that uh, uh, drainage ditch thing. Uh, that uh, goes. so you
1: believe what uh, Major Payne is saying is that someone shot from a drainage ditch? Yes,
2: absolutely. Um, and, and one of the things, so like uh, the why wasn't it H.W. Bush? Why wasn't it H.W. Bush? Right. Uh, because it was actually uh, uh, just this teenage kid that did it. Um, so if you if you want to look into all of the like the uh, the whole detail of this thing gets uh, laid out in uh, JFK to nine eleven. Hmm. Um, and and who's the
1: teenage kid? Was he another Patsy I, or something? I forget
2: what his name is, but he was just this uh, you know this young tough, this little ruffian who was you know uh, getting in with the the mafia and trying to you, you mean know the federal prove government? himself. <laughs> no no no. The uh the the, the uh, non monopoly. The actual mafia, mo- mafia yeah. was involved? Yeah, absolutely. Uh so specifically on this one. Um the money came from the oil companies. Uh the uh all of the intelligence work and the planning came from the CIA and the the actual shooters themselves, hmm. the the assassins, were uh, were contacted by the uh the La Cosa Nostra, uh the Italian mafia, Sicilian mafia. Um, which had had uh, had direct contact with the CIA uh, and the army before that. So what had happened, uh, World War II, uh, their instructions were to undermine all of the fascist uh, uh, power bases. But the only effective way of doing that was to get power from the fascist government back to the mafia.
3: I know that New Mexico is going to follow suit with California. We're going to be one of those states that are going to be partied up to make all the car, cars electric because we've always been Ugh. pumped up for electric charging stations and um parking spaces and all that hey you know, sarah years before.
0: How, how do they make the electric batteries for those cars slave labor
3: i i don't know i guess they do it in china you know but
0: I we think a lot of the um, you should you should look it up because a whole bunch of fossil fuels are burned. Well, right. Also, aren't
1: yeah. a lot of the the uh, chemicals that they use in the batteries brought about yeah. through like basically slave labor in Africa? I or believe so. Like that, yes, there, there's something uh, to if that. Call correctly.
2: So it's yeah. also part of why there was a war in Afghanistan was because that's where most of the lithium deposits that mm. uh, we wanted to get to were. But that's and, all okay anyway, with you, I right, Sarah? And, and here's the thing: so, like, power. okay, you're using less oil, but okay, where do you think electricity comes from? Because we aren't allowed to make nuclear power, so mm-hmm. a huge amount of that is coming from coal. Yep. So you just have coal-powered cars.
3: Well, not, not here in New Mexico. We got so much sunshine that we have solar power electricity.
2: Yeah. Um, do you know how? Have, do you know how solar panels solar are built? Cells. Again, solar think? panel creation requires a significant amount of petrochemicals in order to work like all know, of this it, is coming okay, from here. oil Sarah
3: okay here's the thing that whatever that pollution that you're talking about with batteries and solar cell, all that is a minuscule to the percentage of the the, the air pollution that get polluted from gasoline cars. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a small... It's, um, Air pollution I mean, it's a, coming
2: uh, from coal-fired electricity plants is pretty bad, too. It sounds like Sarah's against
0: pollution. And mm. if that's true, then Sarah should, in theory, be against the one organization that is the largest polluter on planet Earth. The U.S. military. L.A. voters to decide whether hotels must... Rent vacant rooms to unhoused Angelenos, a controversial measure that would require hotels in Los Angeles to provide vacant rooms to homeless people, will go before voters in 2024, the city council decided Friday. City council, apparently.
1: Maybe they get to this, but requires them to rent to them at a certain rate? So
2: a lot of this that was my isn't, is like, are you, uh, is this city going to pay for these mm-hmm. uh, for these extra rooms here? or Are you just saying in order to have a hotel, here's what you have to do.
0: A, a lot of this isn't spelled out clearly as to how it all is supposed to
2: work. Oh, we got to pass the bill before we find right. out what's in it. Gotcha.
0: But we'll find out it if we get to it. If not, mm-hmm. I'll I'll ad lib it for you. Okay. Uh, the council rejected an option that would have skipped the public vote and enacted the ordinance directly. <laughs> huh. Surprise! (laughs) Instead voting 12 to 0 to send the measure to the ballot. The initiative is backed by the union Unite Here Local 11, which had already gathered enough signatures to place it on the ballot. The vote came after a lengthy animated public comment session, with the majority of speakers opposing direct approval of the measure. Gee, wonder why. Well,
1: it allows the politicians to blame the people if this goes through. Oh, We didn't do it. It's
0: the will of the people. Under the proposal, hotels would be required to regularly report the number of vacant rooms they have to the city's housing department. Uh, a program, a program, run through the department would then make referrals and pay, quote, fair market rate, unquote, for the lodging uh, using prepaid vouchers. Okay. Hmm. Oh, uh, hotels would be prohibited from discriminating against homeless Angelenos for their participation in this program or the fact or perception that they are unhoused. The proposal comes as city officials are gradually closing one of the signature programs set up to address the homelessness during the COVID-19 pandemic, Project Room Key, which turned multi-story hotels into makeshift shelters. And we covered that. On Free Talk Live when it was going on during the COVID thing where they were like, Oh, and they took over some hotels that were you know, maybe they were teetering on business or whatever and they didn't have anywhere to put the homeless, so they're just like, Well, we'll put them over here. The idea of filling vacant rooms on a voluntary basis at some sort of a discount or paid for by charity uh, reminds me of when, like, Uber first came to be, Mm. right? They were like, oh, there's an excess of empty seats in vehicles. Mm -hmm. How do we leverage that and Mm -hmm. make that into a business, right, Uh, that benefits everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And it was cheap and, you know, almost put taxis completely out of business Mm -hmm. in some places until government stepped in. So I understand what you're saying. Uh, and I was I was a little taken back. You're like, this might be a good idea. And I'm like,
2: what? <laughs> and then, oh, if it were voluntary, right? Yeah, that is the caveat. Yeah. Yeah. We will never know if this was a good idea or a terrible idea because we're going to keep doing it or not doing it regardless of the effect.
0: Yeah. Uh, the proposed program has no designated source of funding and would be contingent on funding being secured by July 1st, 2023, according to a report. From the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office. Well,
1: they'll figure that out. They'll raise taxes.
0: Yeah, of course they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the proposal's backers had gathered enough signatures to get the measure onto the ballot, the council had three options when it came up Friday. Adopt it into law directly, call a special election, or place it on the ballot During the next regularly scheduled election, under election timing rules, that would be March 5th, 2024, the primary. Oh, wow. Okay. If approved, the proposal would also require new projects with more than 100 rooms or units to obtain a conditional use permit that would take the market demand for hotel and community impact into consideration. A new license. Come again? Uh, A new license. For all new hotels. If this thing is approved... The proposal would also require new projects, new hotels, with more than 100 rooms or units to obtain a conditional use permit that would take the market demand for hotel and community impacts into consideration.
4: Yeah, this new proposal about uh, people not
3: having to pay their debts when they got college loans mm. and making the taxpayers pay it
4: instead. Mm. I've heard plenty of outrage over this obvious injustice. I think the only way it could positively...
3: Shall I go turn my radio down?
1: I can't hear it. You're fine.
3: Okay. The only way it could possibly have a thin
2: veneer
3: of plausibility is if the ex-students were allowed to take the colleges to court and sue them for criminal fraud teaching them, up, giving them an education, and pretending it was going
4: to help them get a job when it doesn't. And that's the hmm. only way, way it would have any plausibility at all.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the government well, that- certainly caused this overpricing of college tuition yes. by by doing something that they call guaranteed student loans. And what this does is uh, it says that if the student defaults on the loan, then the government will pay the school, and then the government will, in effect, be the debt collector. And then uh, the real caveat there, of course, is that if you have this type of debt and you fail to pay it, you cannot write that off by filing a bankruptcy. It does not go away. There is no forgiveness of that. Right. So even if the rest of your life completely falls apart, you can't get a job, you can't start a business and you file for bankruptcy where all of your debts are forgiven, all of your debts, except for Mm -hmm. the student loans, because the government is now uh, your master in that respect. So they literally caused this whole thing to happen. And now they're trying to pawn it off on, well, everybody else, without actually addressing the problem and they are
1: i presume they are going to print money in order to pay these rather than just wiping the debts off the books right right well and, and
2: and i i'm glad that you pointed out the the only like major leg that it has to stand on in terms of like okay well these students were defrauded about this education sure but the fact of the matter is jill that we don't have a functional court system I, I'm not sure how much attention you pay, but uh, to to this particular aspect of government. But uh, our courts are terrible, and especially when it comes to like taking to court like a a, a fundamental institution mm-hmm. of of government and uh, training people. Good luck. Yeah, right? I mean they, and, and they're they're never going to let it come out that it that it's just common knowledge that that our our schools are are useless.
4: I'm just uh, calling about some Bitcoin information. I'm I'm kind of. St- started to get into uh, investing in it. And I'm just wondering what kind of safeguards are in place for, let's say you don't have internet access Mm -hmm. for some, you know, for some reason, let's say the, you know, worst case scenario, they start shutting down, you know, the government starts shutting down uh, internet access for, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And so how do you still use Bitcoin if that's the case?
0: There's uh there's been a couple of experiments done recently too, uh, and folks continue to work on these ideas. Uh, Bitcoin has been successfully transmitted via radio recently, mm-hmm. like within the past year or so. Packet
1: radio, ham, packet right. Radio,
0: yeah. right? And so that is you know one method um technically because it's just information as long as a digital device can communicate with another digital device doesn't have to be over the internet mm-hmm. could be through bluetooth. bluetooth could be through you know some other form of communication between mm-hmm. devices a, a local uh, ethernet a mesh network mm-hmm. right as long as two devices digital devices can communicate with each other a transaction can still occur the internet makes it so that uh, all of the miners uh, agree so it's a definitely a key piece but I think that worrying about the internet not being available for some reason is one of these uh, edge cases as they call as they call it the the odds of the internet going down pretty low but even if it does you're gonna have bigger problems than spending your bitcoin
2: Right.
1: Yeah, that much is true. Although I would I would add this in uh, here on Free Talk Live, we love alternative currencies. We do. And so I was actually just listening to the Free State Project's YouTube channel today. They had the uh, Goldback presentation from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Oh, nice. On, I to go watch on stage that. On-stage presentation. Nice. I thought it was really excellent. Uh, so I think that yeah, in the event of the worst-case scenario, the the internet gets shut down, Usually it doesn't last forever, even in the most tyrannical countries, right? The, they shut it down while a protest is happening or something like that. But they bring it back because the government needs the Internet, too. Right. Uh, but, uh, but even in the worst case, as long as the Bitcoin blockchain exists in at least one place out there, it still exists. And, of course, there's thousands of people that have copies of the blockchain. There's thousands of what they call full nodes. Uh,
5: you were talking to a gentleman a few minutes ago about Bitcoin.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And... I have been telling people for the longest time that eventually our currency will eventually go digital. Mm -hmm. Money will be gone. The paper currency will be gone. Um, As far as his concerns with the Internet, as long as you have a key, it's locked or, like you said, stored into a wallet. Or it will go into the cloud, into like a safety deposit box type thing. It's not going away. And one of the reasons why I say that is if you're paying attention to, like, BlackRock institution, they just bought one of the biggest cryptocurrency companies in Miami, Florida. And also MasterCard just announced that they are going to have a credit card specifically towards uh, cryptocurrency. So you can make your payments through their credit cards, which is run by... Their terminals
0: so hmm. yeah MasterCard has been dabbling uh, in some areas of bridging the well, going, the crypto they're divide in.
5: they're going all in on this one hmm.
0: and if interesting you
5: do a little bit more your Amazon's your Walmart's uh, your target uh, your bigger companies they have been hiring crypto professionals because everything is going to – you'll be able to pay for everything digital or through
0: crypto. Well, they haven't called me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that is – I hope the I must direction – be an that, expert. I, I want to say I hope that uh, that's the direction that things go. Um, but unfortunately on the other well, side of the coin you've got the government goons in the Federal Reserve that are talking about launching what they call a CBDC or right. a central bank digital currency mm-hmm. and they're going to try Correct. to shove that that down Americans throats and that is total central control over uh, currency and you think the government's bad now with inflation it'll be even worse when they Correct. can inflate at the flick of a switch and delete people's accounts whenever they want
2: to and there's a, a big psyop to get people to think that these are all the same thing right and uh, cdc is just another kind of digital currency which is the same it is a a digital currency which is the same as bitcoin The reason that that the economy is where it's at right now is because they are having to adapt to the existence of cryptocurrency. Mm. So, I mean, if they keep printing money the way they have been doing, then so much money will end up flowing into cryptocurrency at this point that it'll just it'll uh, hasten adoption more than they can stand. So, right now they have the quantitative tightening, and one of the effects of that is that it it really uh, tones down how much people want to invest into cryptocurrency. Lee, thanks
1: for the call tonight, man. I do appreciate hearing one, from one more, yes, one more quick,
5: you, quick, quick. you. One more thing you Quick, quick. One more. Aren't we, and I'll be real quick and you can explain it, but aren't we as the people, um, aren't we capable of suing our own government for shoving our economy and everything down the down
1: No, the they run the courts. So you're essentially asking them to rule against themselves, which they almost never do. I mean, you can you can try it, but uh, you're just going to throw yeah. money at lawyers. Many
0: have tried and many have failed, and uh, it's very rare that somebody actually wins in that type of thing. The situation.
1: only way out of this is to protect your wealth by, as you were pointing out, you know, get into cryptocurrency, look at precious metals, get your money out of the dollar, yeah. and put it into something that they don't control. Otherwise, seceding is the only political solution
2: from uh, the United well, States. So well, Turns out every time they investigate themselves, they find that uh, that there was no wrongdoing. Real
5: quick to your other caller, if he's still listening, if he's a buyer and a trader in the cryptocurrency, he has to keep track of every sale that he makes, his accountant will be pulling his hair out. If he's trading every couple of minutes, every couple of minutes, because you got to have your
1: yeah, buy Yeah, it's sold. so unrealistic every to expect day. people to do that. I mean, the, the government is just ridiculous at what it's demanding out of people, and there's no way anybody well, could keep track of that. And they have specifically Thank you for the gone comment.
2: out of their way to make sure that they don't tell you what the heck this is or which rules apply to it's it. It's very confusing.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast. Listen live and more, all for free, at Live
5: dot com.